good day. And welcome to the special match day coverage of the UEFA Champions League show for today, Wednesday, 4th May 2022. Wherever you're tuning into this episode from across the African continent, North America, South America, to my special audience in the US, Europe, and Oceania. Welcome to the most exciting, informative, and educative sports show on the calling platform, on Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify. With yours truly, Philip Alimo. And I've got love for sports. On today's episode, We'll be discussing and analyzing the Champions League semi-finals. Second leg game between Real Madrid versus Manchester City. Manchester City led by two goals three times, but Karim Benzema's double ensured the Spanish side remain in touching distance. Man City take a 4-3 lead to the Santiago Bernabeu for their UEFA Champions League semi-final return after one of the competition's great matches. As always, with me in the studios to do the discussion is my able guest and football analyst, Mr. Justin Akowa. Justin, good day and welcome to the show. Good evening, Philip. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing very great. That's that's lovely to hear. Yes. What are your initial reactions of the first leg game that was played between Manchester City and Real Madrid at the City of Manchester Stadium? Well, I mean, that's one of the best um, semi-final ties we've seen in a long time in terms of attacking-wise. But then you know how football is sometimes now. Um, as you know, football, if, if you do not take your chances, you pay dearly for it and... Even though City won by by um by by scoring a lot of goals with Madrid keeping with Madrid um taking their taking the few chances they had, they were able to they were able to um place themselves in fighting them fighting distance with with a kind of with a kind of um with the kind of making with a kind of making a lot out of so little. But then with uh, with City, I believe that even though they played well or they were the better team last week, they will feel like they will feel like they were unlucky because we could we could probably count around um, three to four chances that they could have converted to put this tie to um, to put this tie beyond Real Madrid. But as you know, Real Madrid are the record holders in this championship or in this. Um, tournament and they really do know how to play the championship even if they are not performing as well as they are not performing as well as their opponents and that is what has kept them um during this um during this knockout stages and i believe that it will be a very very um tasty semi-final second leg clash as well definitely mr kowa let's hear more from pep Guardiola who's been speaking extensively about tonight's tie during the press conference 
that was held yesterday. We saw Kyle Walker back in, in training today. Is that his first session um, and will he be available for the match tomorrow? Uh, he trained the training, he's going to travel tomorrow going to the site. He's uh, three weeks without training and we'll decide tomorrow. But happy he's back and he tried to, to be in contention tomorrow. You, mu- you must be feeling a lot better about the options at right back with Cancelo obviously free of suspension and, and Kyle back in training. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. We'll see uh, Joao is no doubt because uh, he feels really good and and Kyle, uh, we'll, we'll see tomorrow uh, how he wake up and the treatment this afternoon, tonight, uh, we'll see. And you, you rested three of your, your, your key players at the weekend, Kevin, no. Kevin De Bruyne, who we just spoke to. <laughs> we play for the Premier League, so yeah. always I've done. When we're at the end of the part of the season, we play every three, four days, everybody plays. So we, we, we don't rest uh, players. I decided this selection, but I thought in that moment, for this circumstances, it's the best to beat Leeds. So it's no more than that. Hi, Pep. Um, Luka Modric just said earlier, if we, meaning Real Madrid, put on our best possible performance, we move on to the final. Who said? Luka Modric's basically saying if Real Madrid play as, be- as best as Real Madrid can, they will make the final. Just wondering what, whether you agree with that. Right. Yeah. Every team thinks that uh, we play our best, we have more chances to beat the opponent. And that's, that's normal. It's normal they can feel it that. So we feel it too. If the game is similar tomorrow, open... Is that your best chance, Manchester City's best chance, which is an open game? Mm. I think in this in this type of games there are moments that is being dominated, you dominate, you have to get more control, there are moments and more transitions. So it's not just a game like unify and 90 minutes will be the same. Uh, this is my feeling. Hi, Pat. When you first arrived at Man City, you said it could take a decade or more to match Real Madrid and go toe-to-toe with them. Do you feel like you are, you go to the Bernabeu as equals? I think they're, they're two good teams. They're two good teams and uh, we, we saw it one week ago when we play. They are the champions in Spain. We are trying to be champions. <laughs> so, they are both teams. So, yes. like I said, one week ago, so being the semi-final, uh, to try to you know to be in in another final second time year in a row is, is our target. And can I just ask is John Stones okay to travel or is he not fit? Isn't it? Hi, Pep. Um, your team played so well last week. What would be the reason why you wouldn't just pick the same team and ask them to do the same things again? There's no guarantee that the same guys are going to play the same way. So, I don't know when it's going to happen tomorrow. We're going to the selection, of course, to, to try to win the game, the best 11 as possible, and that's all. So, but there, are, there are moments that you trade really bad the day before the game, really, really bad, and they have to make an exceptional performance. And the day before the game, you play in training travel well. The guys in the play, you play not good. So it's not. We we saw the game, the good things, and the other things we have to improve, and and we are going to try to do it. Do you think defensively? Uh, obviously, you mentioned about Kyle might come back. Do you think that is the key? Because no. I think people expected. Your performance deserved a bigger margin of victory last week. 
The game was the game. The past is the past. So it's another game. We know it is 180 minutes, two legs. What happened is happened. We take a good points. So we talk about good things we have done to try to do it again, and some of them are to 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 do it better. And uh, and yeah, we 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 go there for for that. And I would love to say it's going to happen this uh, with these guys and. And I think everyone is ready to, you know, to try to do it this, you know, the end of the season. I bet. Um, we've asked you a lot about your own experience in the Champions League, and you've said <coughs> often that your experience can't be passed to players. The players have to live it themselves. Um, do you feel with with each game, big game in this competition, whether it's the quarterfinals or Real Madrid two years ago, or reaching the final last year, that each time you you get to that stage, that the next time they are better prepared? To the point where you get to a point where you can. Go I to the said point many times lately. So you're talking about experience, uh, but the question is, what do you learn about this experience? Maybe you leave the experience and you don't learn anything, and you will do the same mistakes. So and, and after every game is completely different, you know. It's difficult for me to compare. Like we live last seasons uh, being in Europe and last stages. It's going to happen tomorrow, but tomorrow there are guys like it's going to wake up in the morning. How will be their mood? How will be perform? Um, many things that the experience didn't help you. The fact that we have been there, we are being there quite often in the last years in these big games or scenarios. So yeah, that in terms of yeah, we have been here. You know, when you won and you have been there and and you saw that I've I've been there and I'm doing well. I know how to handle this situation. That helps, but that is not guarantee. You know, for the fact you have been there, you're going to play good or perform well. This is what we try to do, and they know we have to perform well in our best <coughs> to to reach the final. Also, one of your former players, Javi, went to the Bernabeu a couple of weeks ago and, and won four 0 Have you spoken to him at all? Maybe no. asked about anything they could pass on to, to help at all. No, because Javi myself we have a, a good relation, but we have something that is not common. He has one players that I don't have, and I have players that he doesn't have. So that's why we cannot compare. Okay, guys, we'll take some questions in English on the Zoom, and then we'll do some Spanish ones uh, shortly afterwards. We'll start with thank you. Hi there. Just wondering what you think of your assessment of Carlo Ancelotti. I mean, he's got his incredible record of winning five, winning twice, winning all five biggest leagues, three Champions Leagues. But I think people maybe don't have much idea of his footballing philosophy as you. He doesn't stay in one place properly for as long as you. Maybe he didn't operate. Did you what you think of him as a manager or coach? Congratulate him for, uh, of course, for the Spanish league. I did it when he came last week, but. Uh, I admire the trajectories from one person as a football player manages for a long, long, long time being in one position and he had been all around the world in the big, biggest countries in terms of football countries in a, in a, with a fantastic teams and everywhere and always always did an incredible job a good results and, 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 and his football always is, is really good so it's he knows exactly what you have to do in every game, and and a part of that is an exceptional person. So he's a, I was lucky to to meet him years ago, and and every time when you are with him, you feel like he's a, a calm person, and he knows how he controls his emotions and feelings, and I think his teams 
express perfectly who, who he is. Thank you, Dave. Uh, John Murray? So that is Pep Guardiola speaking extensively about tonight's tie at the Santiago Bernabeu Stadium. Justin, what do you make of Pep's press conference? Um, well, I think that I think that they understand now. They understand the job at hand um, going into this, and they know it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a very very um, easy um, easy test because they know they are going against what the record title holders, and probably for someone for a team who has been to only sixteen finals and lost only three of them, they are they are one of the greatest sides to ever play. Um, in world football, so I think Manchester City, Pep, alongside Pep Cardiola, know what they are getting themselves into, and I think that they may probably believe that um, they they actually they actually regret they actually re- regret not putting the game to bed and not probably defending well. But then now they'll probably have some players who'll be fit enough and some will be back from suspension to help reinforce the defense if possible. Um, for example, someone like Carl Walker, it will be probably he's he's listed probable to play in this game. So it all depends on it all depends on how Manchester City set up their defense um this time and hopefully you wouldn't get a situation where someone like Halfway uh, John Stones will be played at um right back to defend Vinicius Jr. Definitely. And uh, Mr. Kowa, hold your fire whilst I try to get Princeton to pick his thoughts as well. Princeton, what are your assessments of tonight's tie? What should we expect from Pep Guardiola and his men at the Santiago Bernabeu Stadium? Thank you very much, Mr. Philip. Um, I think tonight is one of the biggest nights for Manchester City as far as European football is concerned. From uh, Pep Guardiola, he's dominated the, the domestic league for five years and so uh, there, there are some questions about their their quality and their their status as a big team in in, in Europe. So tonight is going to be a night that they will have to to cement their place in the um, the podium of of world football. So it's a big night for them, and we've seen them play so so well this season in most of the games they played against the top teams. And tonight they're up against the grandmasters of the UEFA Champions League, 13-time champions, and going to Bernabeu. I know that. Oh, we know that they've, they've beaten them over there before. Last two seasons, they were 16. But in, in moments like this, that is where Real Madrid shows you that they are, they are the biggest team in the UEFA Champions League. They find a way of, of getting through always uh, when, when there the, the are questions or there are headers for them. And so for Manchester City, we expect them to dominate the game tonight. As, as usual, they will press. Real Madrid prevent them from building up from the defense and probably get them uh, playing some misplaced passes and then uh, hurting them in the in the counter attack moment. So that's how Manchester City are going to play out, and it's very crucial for them that they are having Cancelo and then Walker back in their team. We realize that in the first leg you were missing them uh, when they lose the ball, they couldn't recover early. Because they, they lack those those uh, players who, who could track back as quick as, as possible, the likes of Walker and Cancelo. Stones did it in the first half, but uh, couldn't continue due to the injury. And then they, they brought on Fernandino, who is old and he's, he's not that 
pacey enough to meet um, the speed of Vinicius. So it's, it's crucial for, for them that they're having these two guys back. back. And of course, some players that we want to to uh, talk about in the Manchester City team as they come to Bernabeu is Kevin De Bruyne and then Bernardo Silva. They are the players who are going to uh, run in the half half spaces of the defense of Real Madrid when Holden and then Mares also created a way for them to stretch the, the defense of, of Real Madrid. So that's how we expect City to play. They want to dominate the game very, very well so that Madrid won't get hold of the ball and then they'll try and create some quality chances against them. Awesome. 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 Kevin, Kevin De Bruyne has been speaking extensively about this game as well. And um, you mentioned his name as someone who will be key in tonight's tie. So let's hear from Kevin De Bruyne and I'll pick your reactions of Kevin's statements. You were rested at the weekend. How are you feeling ahead of tomorrow? Do you feel fresh? Well, fresh in the end of the season is always like debatable, but I feel I feel good. You know, obviously I've I've had a lot of kicks uh, with the Atletico game and uh, some after, but I feel fine. You know, I've been playing well. Uh, I've been playing lots of games, so um, yeah, I'm happy. Last last week it was just a, a magical game of football to watch. I guess to, to play in as well. Do you expect it to be just as open again tomorrow? Uh, Pretty much, yeah. I think it's two attacking teams um, who like to play football, and I think uh, we played played a very good game back then. But that's obviously that's in the past. I think now um, got a different game ahead tomorrow, and it starts uh, back from from nil nil. So uh, we'll we'll need to get our A game uh, to to win. Come now, Simon here. Please, you can get Mike across. You just pass it over, guys. That real helpful. Thank you. Hi Kevin, we say this to virtually every City player when they sit in that seat before a Champions League game. Given everything that you've achieved at this club, is this competition the thing that would round everything off for Manchester City? You've won everything numerous times, but you don't have that trophy. Well, I think um, it would change the perspective from outside. I don't think... um Obviously, as a player, you you want to win the trophies and you want to win this one. But I think the the fact that we've been fighting for it numerous years and being to the the latter stages means that we've been doing really well. Obviously, it's a cup competition and the, the quality is very high, so it's very very difficult to win it. And there's different circumstances that that happen. But you know, I think in the end, if you look back at the way we we performed or I performed with the team for seven years, we did really well. But obviously we, we didn't win it and I think win it would just change that little narrative. Do, do you think you need to win it to get the acclaim that all your trophies deserve or, or do you not think it matters? Um, for myself, I, I don't think it changed the perspective I look at myself as a player. Uh, I, I think I've known what I've done good and what I've done bad in my career. Um, and I'm pretty happy with what I've done. Um, but obviously, I, I, I want to win. I want to win every trophy that, that that I can can get. But that's a hard task. Uh, but I, I would obviously want love to to win the Champions League also. Hi, Kevin. Um, you were involved in the semi-final at Real Madrid in, in 2016. I just wondered what you remember of, of that game in the Bernabeu. And with the development of the team over the last few years, do you feel that you're more 
ready, more prepared to go to a stage like that at this stage of the competition and, and win? Uh, I'm thinking we're in better shape now. Um, uh, I think I remember when we played that game, we didn't have uh, the greatest of end of seasons um, that time. And Madrid was the powerhouse at that time. I, I know we lost 1-0 in the end with, with an own goal. But I think it was a, a pretty boring game, if I remember correctly. So um, um, I think we're in a, in a different shape right now. I think we're, we're better set up as a team. We play better. Um, and I think we have more experience in, in this stage. It was the first time ever for the club. So, um, well, hopefully we're, we're, we're better prepared. And when you've got a manager like Pep Guardiola, who's been at this stage with different clubs um, all the way through his career, does it help you trust that, that he knows what he's going to do on, on nights like this? Do, do you feel like you're you're going to be very well prepared for, for whatever comes your way? I think no matter the game, we 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 well prepared anyway. No matter if you play a League Cup against a lower league division, it's the same uh, same amount of detail almost that we, we bring into it, I think. It's easier to watch a Madrid game on the TV than to watch somebody from the lower leagues. Um, but I think well, whatever game we, we start, we want to win that game. And obviously there's lots more people spoke, speaking about this game, what is normal. But the amount of detail is, is pretty much the same. Hi, Kevin. Um, do you think you'd have been as good a player now at your age if you, hadn't, if you had not been managed by Pep Guardiola? Hard to tell. Maybe yes, maybe no. I I, I don't know. Um, obviously, he helped me progress in in various various ways. But it's hard to say. Uh, would I be be not like this if I was with other managers? Obviously, he's done amazing things for me for the team to to get success. Um, but I think the players also work very hard to to achieve that. You know, if we don't want to listen and don't want to work hard. We, we won't get better and it's a combination about everything and um, in, in a way I'm, I'm obviously lucky to come across a manager who plays the way that I, I like to play and that makes it maybe a little bit more handy for me. Are you able to give a specific example of how he's improved your game or is it not as simple as that? It's very hard to tell because he, he looks more, he doesn't really look at an individual Individual basis, so it's whatever that suits for the team. And I've played played mostly the same position, but in various ways. So it, it depends from game to game. And there's been years I've been lower back, and some years I've been higher up. Uh, this year I've been more in the middle, middle. So um, it's it's actually whatever the team needs, I'm okay with, and I try to to help the team in, in ways that I can can do, and that's it for me. Cross to Mike Barney on Zoom, please. Mike. Hi, Kevin. Um, at the start of the season, you, you, you suffered an injury. You had a heavy Euro tournament, um, and Pep Guardiola kept saying you're getting back to your best. Um, are we seeing now the best Kevin De Bruyne we've ever seen? Well, you guys can tell me. I don't. I, I don't know. Um, you know, the first hard, uh, the first months were really hard. I never. I've never experienced the the pain that I had back then. Uh, I was trying to come back, but I was in pain with my ankle every day, and it wasn't something that I really enjoyed at the time. And um, I would say mentally, it was hard also to overcome that. But I think once the the pain was gone after a couple of months, I 
I started to feel more confident in, confident in myself and my body to, to get back to where I think I belong. And, you know, now playing all these games and playing week in, week out, I feel back to 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 the level that I was before. And, you know, is, is there much difference than before? I, I, I don't know. I just try to be as constant as I can and... I think uh, this year I managed myself pretty well. Check on, please. So that is Kevin De Bruyne speaking extensively about tonight's tie on Pep Guardiola and his performance throughout the season. Your reaction, Princeton? Yes, um, Kevin De Bruyne is, is one of the players that City will be depending on tonight at the Bernabeu. He's, he's a big player, he's a big game. And you, said, you said earlier on that he's won uh, many games for Manchester City. This season, so it's, it's crucial that he, he steps up tonight at the Bernabeu, and uh, he was talking about the fact that City City needs the Champions League to to to, to be able to to be amongst the the top teams or the grandmasters in world football. Of course, it's it's sudden that the 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 team or the best team in England for the past five years have not won the UEFA Champions League, and so the mantle lies on them that yes, we have to deliver this time around to win the Champions League. And they are facing the, the most successful team in the Champions League. That is Real Madrid. And so it's, it's, it's very big for, for them tonight at the Bernabeu. But for Kevin De Bruyne, I believe that he's, he's ready for the tax. He's seen it all at Manchester City and, and World Football. So I think tonight he will step up. And tonight he will step up. Tonight, what are the players that we should expect to step up for City in the probably... Uh, uh, start uh, starting lineup. Yes, yeah, so the good news for Manchester City is that they are having um, Kawaka, the right back, and Jao Cancelo also back in the team. In the first leg, they missed them due to injury, and so they are coming back in team. But John Stones is also out because of injury, and so we are going to see Ederson in post, and probably Kawaka if he is able to start in the game, he will be at the right back. If he doesn't. They will see Cancelo on the right uh, hand side of the defense. In the, uh, in, in the central pair, there's Diaz, Ruben Diaz, and then Amir Laporte beside him. And then they will have Cancelo at the left hand side. So, should Walker start or be on a bench, Cancelo will play on the left hand side. But if he doesn't, Zinchenko will replace Cancelo at the left hand side. But according to reports, we are likely to see Walker start, Diaz, Laporte, and then Z, uh, Cancelo at the left-hand side of the defence. As usual, in the midfield, we will see Rodri in the, at the heart of the midfield, Kevin Bryan, and then Bernardo Silva. Up front, there's Gabriel Jesus, and then Fulfordino on the left-hand side, and then Mares on the right-hand side to provide the weight for, for Manchester City in, in, the, in the attack. For, for Real Madrid, if I to proceed, for Real Madrid, um, it's unfortunate that they are not going to have David Alaba in the defence because of injury. So, Couture in post, Adam Militao, and then Nacho Fernandez uh, beside him, and then Danny Cavajal on the right hand side, Felan Mendy on the left hand side, and then Casemiro is back in the team. So, it's good news for Real Madrid over there, their defensive midfield. And I think that it's going to help them a lot in tonight's game, the presence of Casemiro. Tony Cruz, together with his partner, Modric, as usual, in the midfield, and then Vinicius Benzema. And tonight, according to reports, Valverde, Federico Valverde, will also be in the team because Ancelotti wants to have balance and also 
dom dominance in the in the midfield of, of the play. So Federico Valverde will also provide um, some sort of competition in the midfield. So you are going to see a four four players in the, in the midfield for Real Madrid and then Vinicius Junior and then Karim Benzema up front. Lovely, lovely details from um, Princeton there in terms of the tactical formation for both sides. But one coach will, will decide how things will go at the Benabao is the most successful coach, the first ever to win across the top five leagues in Europe. That is Carlo Ancelotti. He's been speaking extensively about today's game from yesterday's press conference. Let's hear briefly from him and we'll come back to pick Justin's reaction. Mister, this is Alfonso Torres for Real Madrid Television. Um, how are the players approaching uh, tomorrow's game? What do you think? Oh, they're doing well. They're um, focused. Uh, tomorrow's game is very important. It's a great opportunity to play yet another Champions League final. So it's going well. Um, good atmosphere in the dressing room. We know, of course, that it's going to be a difficult game, but at the same time, we feel confident. Um, we do have a little bit of a disadvantage, surely, but uh, that's something we'll be addressing tomorrow. El Chiringuito, Edu Aguirre. Hello, Edu Aguirre from El Chiringuito. Hello. Lately, people have been talking about Real Madrid's DNA, the sort of magic that you can breathe at Nabeu. It's almost as if your uh, players weren't able to play football. Uh, like, all they achieve, they achieve thanks to, well, these two things. What do you think about that? Well, tomorrow we'll see a great game between two great teams who have great players, but they're also different teams. Whenever you play a Champions League final, or whenever uh, you make it to... Uh, whenever you win a final, for that matter, it's not something you can do out of sheer um, heart and motivation uh, alone. It's a very important component, it's a very important part of it, but that's not enough in and of itself. Um, there's individual qualities uh, that your players have. Uh, it takes a combination of circumstances for a team to win such a great competition as the Champions League. If we win tomorrow, it won't be because we're motivated. It won't be because of, certainly, the magical atmosphere that uh, we'll be experiencing at uh, Benabeu tomorrow, as always. No, it will be out of uh, collective commitment. It will be out of the sheer individual uh, qualities of our players. That's it. Fernando Burgos from Ferro. Hello, Carlo. UEFA statistics on Madrid's last uh, five games indicate that uh, your team has conceded 99 shots on goal. Now, the last game, defensively speaking, as you said yourself, wasn't quite up to standard. It's simply unsustainable to concede 20 shots on goal in each and every game. What do you think about that? Uh, that's 
Absolutely right. That's absolutely true. But if we play more defensively, if we bring back our defence line closer to our goal, trust me, we'll be conceding even more shots on goal. Um, In the first leg, I had a feeling that we needed to take our chances, um, which we did. But let me remind you that when we took our chances, we scored a number of goals against PSG, against Chelsea and against Manchester City in the first leg. Sometimes you just have to take some chances and uh, we're good enough that we can do that, thankfully. So that is Carlo Ancelotti speaking about tonight's tie. Justin, what are your reactions from Carlo's press conference? I mean... uh... For them, they also understand what's at stake here in terms of um, making it to yet another Champions League final because um, they have they probably have the upper hand, and I think that the fixture has been set very, very nicely at the Santiago Bernabeu for them. And I think that Carlo Ancelotti, looking at looking at how how his how his team plays, he also believes he also believes that. He also believes that should should um, Real Madrid sit back, they they probably are not the best at trying to defend, and that has shown in in games where they kind of sit back. Um, referencing uh, the round of sixteen tie, um, Pierre, Paris Saint Germain versus versus uh, versus uh, versus Real Madrid at the Parc des Princes, you could tell that when Carlo Ancelotti went. Went into that tie with a defensive mindset in, in that first leg. It really didn't go well for them, and um, Mauricio Pochettino's team played all over them. Probably played, probably that was PSG's best game in the Champions League this season. And also referencing what they did against Chelsea in the second leg, where they probably tried to like sit back, but then they conceded three goals on. On um, consecutively, and those were unanswered. So they decided to open up a bit. So you 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 can tell that you you can tell that one thing you know that Real Madrid won't do against Manchester City is to sit back because for their team they don't have that much competent defenders or players who are competent enough to play in a in a deep block because Madrid is not a team that has been set up that way with the kind with the with the type of players they have. So. So I think that after and also after winning the La Liga or being confirmed as La Liga winners, um, they'll have extra motivation because this is like a clean slate for them and they are just a goal behind, um, without and without without the effect of without the effect of um the away goal rule, they will they will they will, they will come into this game swinging, um, very hard and probably play and probably play um one of or sort. Or I think one of the best football or performances that they've they've been able to deliver, and and for me, I and for me, I also think that should Manchester City also set back like they did against Atletico Madrid in in the dying embers of the game too, it'll be probably difficult for Manchester City because with Madrid they have probably what the most informed um, centre forward in world football right now. That's Karim Benzema, who's, who's who has who has scored many goals and. And has a lot, and has back-to-back um, hat tricks in the knockout stages this season. So, I believe that they know what's at stake, and and I think that in terms of mentality in European football, no one comes close. And Carlo Ancelotti um, will probably play down 
will probably play down his chances a bit but then I believe that they'll be ready for the tie against Pep Guardiola's men tonight. Lovely from uh, uh, statements from 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 our able guest speaker Justin on tonight's tie. The first leg tie was full of a number of statistics and key records that I would like our cherished audience to have. So Kevin De Bruyne's goal after 94 seconds was the quickest ever in a Champions League semi-final and Manchester City's earliest ever in the competition. Nine of Kevin De Bruyne's 12 Champions League goals have come in the knockout round, including all of his last seven. Gabriel Jesus has now scored in each of his three appearances for Man City against Real Madrid in the UEFA Champions League. This was the earliest that Real Madrid have considered twice in a Champions League match. The quickest was twice in 16 minutes against Atletico Madrid in May 2017. Benzema now has 14 goals in this season's competition, moving ahead of Robert Lewandowski at the top of the scorer's chart. Benzema has scored nine goals in his last four matches in the Champions League. Tony Cruz made his 15th appearance in a European Cup UEFA Champions League semi-final match, equaling Thomas Muller's record for a German player. Real Madrid have now scored 39 and considered 35 the most in Champions League semi-finals. One player who will be key for Real Madrid tonight is Luka Modric. He also spoke at the press conference yesterday. Let's pick his reactions. Now come back to the studio to pick a quick summary from my studio guest. We're very excited to play tomorrow's game. We know what we will have to do. We do know that it's going to be the most important game in this season. We know we'll have to put on the best performance of the year. We've trained hard for this and we're more than ready to play a great game and hopefully move on to the final. La Sexta, José Luis Sánchez. Good morning, Luca. This is José Luis Sánchez for La Sexta. The other day, after you won the league, both you, Ancelotti, and your supporters were chanting, yes, we can. Where does this faith of yours come from? What makes you always believe that you can pull off such amazing feats? Yes, of course, we are confident that we can come back. Um, because in, in the first leg, we didn't actually put on um, the best uh, possible uh, display of our game. And so we've trained hard for tomorrow's game. And uh, if we do actually put on the best possible performance, we will move on to the final. We have amazing players. All of them have a strong personality. And a lot of them um, have made history for this. So that is Luka Modric speaking briefly about tonight's tie. Quick reaction what are your expectations tonight, Justin? Hello, Philip. Okay, so my expectations tonight um, are quite simple. I, I, I think that, I think that no matter how City are probably the best or um, on doubt or 
arguably one of the best squads in the world. You just cannot count out an, um, a team with a top mentality than Real Madrid. And I believe that they manifesting it into reality is something that does it for them because for the kind of caliber that the, that the group has, City will need to have a perfect game. I'm sorry to say, even though City are good in 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 knockout football, anything can happen. And 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 without this second leg is staging been about any little momentum swing that goes in the favor of Real Madrid may possibly rock City and 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 actually and and actually um, uh, deny them a chance of entering the final. For the second season in a row, so I believe I am. I, I believe that tonight the game will be competitive. Um, two teams will be fighting, fighting it out to the end. Probably, possibly, possibly there'll be a chance of um another an, another extra time, um another extra time to be played, like how it happened in the last stage at the Bernabeu as well. So I believe that yeah, tonight will be a very great game and. It is like it is it is a it's a it's a tie that will be too close to call, but I expect a very great semi final. Definitely, Princeton, Justin, Justin expects expect. a great semi final. What are your expectations for tonight going into the tie? Because I think tonight is going to be a huge night at the Bernabeu. We are going to see twice as atmosphere as we saw last last week at Real Madrid. They are going to create. A hostile atmosphere for for Manchester City. These are the moments. It's not just about how they play; it's about how the fans to react at the at the stadium. And they are they are the team that knows how to play in moments like this. No matter what the the opponent and the quality of the opponent. In fact, they've they've never over overturned the first leg lost um, in the semi final since 1968. So the stats are against them. But Real Madrid too are the are the grandmasters of this championship. They know how to play. In moments like this, and we've already talked about the the start and the tactics of the game and the defense. The 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 most comfortable player on the ball, which is Alaba, is missing, and so pressing them will, will be easier, and then getting the ball away from them will be easier. In the midfield, they have Casemiro back, and so this time around, they're going to get some stability and balance in the midfield. So the goals that we saw in the in the first leg, I don't think we're going to see most of them. They're going to be limited. And of course, the the presence of Kawaka too for City was going to be crucial because Vinicius is also going to find it difficult to operate this time around. But for Benzema, he's unstoppable, and so getting a goal tonight won't be surprising because he's one goal behind Cristiano Ronaldo in the most uh, goals in the knockout stages. Ronaldo has 11, he has 10. So a goal for him uh, means that he's got that, that, that record, and so it's going to be crucial for him tonight. Um, all that things being equal, Manchester City are the favourites, but they, as Justin said, they need to play above themselves because Real Madrid, in fact, the, the man coming with them, Carlo Ancelotti, he's done this before in 2007 uh, in the semi finals against Bayern Munich. He lost the first leg, but he overturned the tie at Bayern Munich and then went to the finals against AC Milan. And look, one thing against Manchester City is the omen in this Champions League, Liverpool, the qualification. Liverpool, in all their finals they've played, interestingly, they play against a team that were white jerseys. So the first time in 1977, Gladbach were white jersey. In 1978, Club Brugge were in white jersey. Real Madrid in 1981 were in white jersey. AS Roma in 1984 were also in white jersey in Rome. 
1985, Juventus were in white and black. And then 2005, AC Milan were in white JC. 2007, in Athens, AC Milan again were in white JC. In 2018, Real Madrid were in white JC. The last time Liverpool won 2019, Tottenham was also in white JC. So this omen is, is interesting and it's against Manchester City. So if, if someone wants to uh, make Real Madrid favourites to qualify tonight, the person has the, the right. But on paper, Manchester City are favourites to qualify tonight. But I think that they need to play above themselves. And Pep Guardiola, he's, he's seen it before in 2011. He saw that atmosphere, that but he survived it. This time around, he, he needs to be resistant and his team needs to prepare enough for them because regardless of the quality that they have in the team, Remedies can punish them, but I think that they still stand a chance of qualifying to the, to the finals tonight. That is a brilliant, is a brilliant submission, submission from, 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 from you. And uh, just before we wrap up, City, Real Madrid, who joins Liverpool in the finals in Paris? Just a simple answer, Princeton. Okay, um, it's, it's very difficult to predict this one because of Real Madrid's status in this, this Champions League or this competition. They are, uh, look, at, look at the way they've played so far against PSG, against Chelsea. They were not the favorite, but they qualified. And so you don't want to write them off. But Manchester City, I think they are, they are, they are, favorites. They are going to qualify to the final. So we should expect an all-English final in, the, in Paris. I think that these two teams are the best in the world at the moment. And so uh, seeing them in the final is going to be great and they're going to see a lot of uh, exciting football uh, in France. In fact, Mohamed Salah yesterday said that he needs Real Madrid. But I think he's, he's running away from the quality of Manchester City. He knows that if they play Manchester City, it's going to be difficult for them. But he, that's, that's, it is what it is. They have to play Manchester City to win the, the, the Champions League this season. So, as always, it has been a pleasure coming your way with tonight's episode of the UEFA Champions League. Until same time, when we come back, it's been a pleasure for today's episode. Keep well and stay blessed.